Good morning, Jerry. How are you? John, RJ, I'm doing fine, and uh, let's go get them in old New Orleans. Yes, let's get a little response here uh, with some of the struggles you guys have had as of late. Jerry, just your overall assessment of, of some of the issues that have plagued you guys here in, in, in these past few games. Well, uh, do you want to, let's start on the field. Uh, we uh, I think that uh, uh, we've got a challenge getting our running game back on track. Uh, we all know that's complimentary. You don't need to hear that from me this morning about how uh, uh, your success in your passing game, your early success, your uh, plays down the field, how that fundamentally impacts that running game. So it's a coordinated effort. Uh, but uh, we think that uh, uh, with the addition of Cooper coming back and certainly having CD back, that uh, uh, that's going to give us more uh, chances, more opportunities down the field. Uh, it should be that way, and in doing so, uh, that'll help your running game out. Uh, in addition to that, we've got Tyron Smith back for uh, his second game since his extended layoff, and uh, that's going to that's going to help us out a lot. Uh, we've switched some guys position-wise in the offensive line there over the last month. Uh, they're continued getting used to that, working with each other. That's one of the most uh, coordinated areas there is, is in your offensive line, helping each other adjust with your blocks, just uh, literally uh, getting used to uh, joining the blocks together. Double teams is the best way to describe it. So I think overall, just from the standpoint of uh, working together, that we've got uh, a better chance to uh, uh, play offense. Now, New Orleans, Sean Payton are going to have a lot to say about uh, how well we do, but uh, I know this. I think uh, we'll uh, go in there uh, with our ears pinned back. I think we'll go in there, everybody recognizing how much this game means, and uh, play well offensively. That was a good on-field description. Thank you for that. Of course, off the field, we had the big news yesterday with Mike McCarthy on the COVID list with Dan Quinn taking over. Can you kind of just take us through that transition, uh, Jerry, uh, and what you're expecting with Coach Quinn taking over from Mike? Well, I think it's important to realize that Dan Quinn has had years of of uh, working with what he's going to be doing uh, uh, Thursday. Uh, He's had years of on-the-field uh, uh, experience in current environment. Uh, I mean, it hasn't been that many uh, games or that many weeks or that many months since he's been out there making those in-game calls. We're so fortunate uh, to have him, uh, so fortunate to have him as recently as he's head coached and been on the sideline. Uh, he, if anybody can... He should be able to handle uh, what he needs to do as defensive coordinator right there on the sideline. And uh, he was obvious choice there for Mike to make. And uh, he made it. The team really believes in him. Uh, I'm talking Dan Quinn uh, and uh, believes in Mike's decision to put him in there. And he'll maintain his responsibilities as defensive coordinator as well? Yes, he will. And uh, Uh, You've got to realize that we have, according to how you want to count, some of those assistants to the assistants. uh, We arguably have 26, 27 coaches. (laughs) And that's almost three players, three coaches to a player that's on the field. We don't have any shortage of coaches out here. (laughs) 
Jerry, uh, quite a bit of, of, of people in the, in the organization, um, you know, coaches, players, have come down with the COVID. Is there an issue with the protocols that, that, that the NFL has or that the individual you guys individually have as a team? We're very proud of uh, the grades we get, the recognition we get uh, among the league-wide uh, uh, assessment of each team. Uh, I'm very confident that as to our ability to actually have protocol that limits an outbreak or limits the, uh, the COVID affecting the team, I think we're one of the best. Uh, this certainly, though, is a, uh, has been a setback, and uh, I know this. I don't know of anybody that is any more careful uh, that tries to lead the way, but mainly careful uh, for his own in-the-weeds, I call it, management of getting exposed uh, to COVID than Mike McCarthy. I don't know of anybody more careful. I don't know of anybody more vaccinated. I don't know of anybody that... Uh, has uh, uh, taken precaution uh, because of his uh, on-the-job, or not on-the-job, but hands-on approach to every aspect. He uh, takes a a very serious approach to uh, his presence. And uh, so it was a surprise to all of it. But uh, when we all step back from it, uh, this COVID has no uh, uh, preference as to, uh, frankly, uh, how how intense your protection is, I don't think. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, uh, I, but I do believe that uh, you should be vaccinated. We now are either totally vaccinated uh, uh, through the natural having gotten it or vaccinated, we're 100 percent. Jerry, you, your team is 100 percent now? Yes. Well, having vaccinated or having gotten the COVID. Yes. Mm. Jerry Jones right here with Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Jerry, what do you think you're going to be losing the most with McCarthy being out? What what traits or attributes do you think are going to be the hardest to make up with, with Mike missing this one? You know, uh, it's a funny thing. Uh, I'm going to use my own experience. When I was, I got the flu real bad when way back when I was a sophomore. I couldn't even go to the uh, dinner. I couldn't even sit upright. I was so weak. And uh, the guy ahead of me, later coached in the NFL, Tommy Brazier, a guy ahead of me, I was a sophomore, uh, got hurt the first play. And I couldn't even put pads on. I was so uh, weak and so uh, sore and just the bad flu. I went out and graded and played the best game I'd ever played before or since. Hmm. I played my best game right there having the flu. So it's a funny thing how you can uh, uh, mentally step up sometimes and and uh, uh, b- uh, b- respond to that kind of adversity. Uh, uh, I think we'll do well. Uh, if you really look at it, we've got one player. Uh, as of uh, just before I got on here, we're testing. Now we're testing our complete group, all of them today. Uh, but uh, we've uh, got one player possibly another one that could be uh, held out, but uh, not of um, uh, not, I can't notice it on this call, but still, uh, we're doing real well on the player standpoint. Like I said, I don't mean to be trivial, but now we do have a lot of coaches. 
and we do have the way to uh, fill in here as far as game day or as far as practice. Jerry, we know that Terrence Steele is going to be out with the COVID protocols. We've been wondering what's been going on with with him and Leo Collins and the offensive line rotations. We know you guys like to keep up continuity, but when Steele was starting the other day, we said, what's wrong with Leo? Is he not playing as well? Or is he being punished for some reason? Why are they rotating offensive linemen? That's pretty unusual. What, What can you tell us about what's going on up front? Well, there's no word. There's no word. If you're eligible to play, there's no such word as punishment. Uh, in the, uh, in the, our makeup of who goes on the field, and still has been playing very well at right tackle, extraordinarily well, and so uh, he's out there because at that particular time that would be the combination that the coaches feel give us the best uh, chance. Leal is continuing to uh, get back in form is the best way I can say it. He missed arguably almost a year and a half. Uh, You can uh, see that, uh, but it's getting better, and uh, uh, it's good to have him uh, with the time he's in there. It's getting better as we get on into the uh, end of the year and the playoffs, and it's going to be good to have him and and Steele out there. Jerry Jones with Sean and RJ every Tuesday before the Cowboys travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints Thursday night. Uh, Jerry, what was the reason? We know Amari was back at the facility yesterday, but he didn't practice. Is there a reason he he didn't practice? As much as anything, it would be uh, a uh, conditioning thing, easing him in. Uh, but he's uh, uh, in all of the uh, preparation other than uh, what you saw him not do at practice. Uh, but he'll step that up today, and we're fully expecting him to be ready by game time. And what about Zeke? The latest on him? Uh, yeah, he's uh, practicing well, and uh, we think he'll be ready to go. And uh, no reason. Uh, uh, it's I understand you're asking, uh, but the facts are that we expect him to have a serious load in, against New Orleans. Jerry, uh, in this game, the major talking point for for us at least has been you know the officials, the amount of penalties they they threw. Uh, I think I think most people agree it was it was probably a bad game. You know, when players have a bad game, there's there's obviously punishments. Why can't it be more punitive that when officials put a game out there like this, that they are punished more uh, for that? I mean, it's it, it, it was, it was terrible. You're on track. You're right on track. The facts are they are punished, and. Uh, uh, they uh, uh, earn the right to, if you will, let's go to the premier game of all, the Super Bowl. They earn the right uh, to their officiating throughout the year as to whether or not they can officiate a game like the Super Bowl. Or uh, So they're graded, uh, and they're, uh, when they make mistakes and they make numbers of them, uh, they're rated against uh, each other. And uh, they do have accountability. Uh, my issue, again, uh, was uh, uh, in some cases uh, you see a rule that uh, uh, can uh, probably accomplish what we're trying to accomplish more than anything. We're really trying to let them play. Mm-hmm. We're trying to let the game be played uh, without the uh, disruption of, of taking it back. We know that penalties are part of the game. 
and they have to be out there because it's such a physical game. You uh, uh, wouldn't have, uh, you'd have uh, uh, a, a much less game if you didn't have them out there. But at the end of the day, uh, we're trying to uh, let the players play. Uh, flags away from the ball, uh, things like that. And what, I'm, uh, what I continually uh, want to see us do is uh, uh, what we call officiating like it were a Super Bowl. We know uh, that the audience and the numbers of people that are watching our game, and we want that to be as uh, seamless as it can be. And uh, I thought that uh, our game that we had on Thanksgiving was unfortunate because that was the singly most watched game of the year and will be until we do the Super Bowl. And it was anything but seamless. And uh, it was uh, equitable. Different uh, uh, teams got the penalty. Each team were penalized. Uh, certainly, they we seem to get our... Uh, third down, big gains call back more than uh, the Raiders, but uh, uh, that's that's probably splitting hairs. It's not splitting hairs relative to the outcome, and I'm not trying to be cavalier about it, but uh, uh, we just need to make sure that we all, at all times, and we do in the league, understand what we're trying to accomplish with our officiating. Uh, you can rule the game. You can set uh, you can set things you want to call and obviously dictate uh, uh, the flow of the game. You can dictate the, uh, whether it's more of an offensive game or a defensive game. For instance, uh, pass interference. That pass interference has been on the books uh, for years and years and years, except one year we said, you know, that touching uh, downfield five yards, let's start calling that more. The rule's been there, but it was loose. It wasn't called as much, touching five yards down the field. Uh, excuse me. Let's start loosening that up much. Let's don't call that as much. That can, uh, that can influence how much offense you got in the game. Yes, absolutely. Jerry, how do you assess Dak's play here as of late? Uh, we're having a hard time judging you. On one hand, we say, well, you don't have Lamb, you don't have Cooper, that's going to affect anyone. On the other hand, we're saying, well, if you're a $40 million guy, you got to overcome that and win games. How have you looked at Dak's play recently? Well, uh, uh, this may sound strange. It will. I thought Dak played a good game the other day. And uh, we weren't uh, hitting on all cylinders. Uh, some would say, well, Dak was a part of that. He'd like to have some, some back that he threw. But in general, uh, I thought that Dak played a good game. And uh, uh, the uh, have we had more success? Obviously we have. Uh, but I thought he did a really great job, particularly coming back after uh, being thwarted, I'm going to use that word, uh, <laughs> most of the afternoon and then come back and get us in a spot to win the game. So, uh, again, he wants more. Uh, 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 he does want more. We want more uh, result. Uh, but that's not a criticism of him. Uh, I'm glad we've got him, boy. He's one of the best. And uh, contrary to uh, the way, the, the fact that we lost the game, he got us back in position. And I thought he was the deciding difference to get us back in position to have a chance to win the game. And that's what we ask him to do. 
Jerry, we know you've been saying the cavalry is coming. Uh, can you give us an update? I kind of want to make it a three-person question. An update on Demarcus Lawrence and, and get us set for the return of Randy Gregory and how you see him, all these guys, mixing with Micah Parsons rushing the passer. Well, I think they'll make an, uh, a big-time difference. Uh, Lawrence has had a good week. Uh, you'll see him this week in uh, New Orleans Thursday. Lawrence, uh, my goodness, what a difference a player like that can make. He'll, he'll uh, of course, uh, have to uh, get his game uh, going once he gets uh, back in here. But uh, still, big, big difference. Uh, right behind him will be Gallimore. Uh, right behind him will be Gregory. Uh, I don't know that you'll see them this weekend, but certainly you could see them after 10 more days up at Washington. Uh, and I don't know when I say them, I'm a little loose, but you'll see one or the other, maybe both by Washington. And so, uh, boy, that is help on the way. You could make an argument that that's three of your four down linemen right there. And so that's, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's very, very encouraging. And, uh, uh, there's no doubt in my mind, of course, we're in a game that can take away as good as you can add to. We just happened this year to have a very unique timing of when players were injured and not available early, that they were going to become available as we get into the last third quarter, get on into potentially playoffs. That hasn't happened. That This numbers of players, this quality of players, this numbers of quality players have not happened in my time uh, here. And so... Bottom line is uh, we are have more coming that will make us better. Last one, Jerry. Michael Irvin, he joins us every week, but he had said on TV, uh, book book the tickets to Los mm. Angeles. We're going to L.A. Get the hotel rooms. And uh, we've all had the Cowboys top three in our own power rankings. Have, have you taken a step back recently and said, hang on, we, we, we still got a lot more to prove. Have, have you been second-guessing your, your contender status after these past, these past four games? What I've had happen to me recently – is I've just had me a fresh cold water uh, bucket thrown in my face, (laughs) reminding me of how hard it is to win a game in the NFL. And uh, they're all close. Uh, I think when we had uh, purportedly the best team that I've been associated with over a 30-year period, and we won nine games by a touchdown or less, and we won the Super Bowl. But it was that close. Mm. It was that big of a dogfight every game. And I'm just reminded that that is the case. And it really is the case if you get some ambiguity in such things as officiating, uh, which can cut both ways. But still, the more you have a question mark there, uh, the little less you take away. It's like playing an underdog in the rain. The rain is an advantage to the underdog. Yeah. And so uh, if you've got uh, a little uh, of ambiguity, which you do and should, and officiating, then you know that it doesn't just go like you put it down on paper from that standpoint alone. So where we are, where we are fundamentally, when I look at our personnel, when I look at our young personnel, it's gotten all these snaps all year long. I like where we are. I, li- I really like where we are. I agree with Michael. Oh, the to, to book the tickets yeah. or to pump the brakes? 
<laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> there you go. Jerry. And I've come in with a lot of times those old brakes smoking. <laughs> All riding the brake. <laughs> Brought to you by Ford. Perfect. Jerry, thank you so much. This was fantastic. Best of luck on Thursday, and we'll talk after. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.